Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number two, I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. All right, it is 5.02 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run up Lake Houston Way. Let's check in with Mr. John Littleton this morning, see what he's up to. John, tell me about it. What's up? Oh, man, trying to figure out how to bottle up some of this air condition put in my bass boat. <laughs> man. <laughs> It is hot, Mickey. <laughs> I know you know that, but I mean, you can fire the boat up and ride around, and it's just like a hair dryer, man. I I know, I know. <laughs> you know, I fished last week, and hey, you know, you up here on the front of the boat fishing, and I went to move, and I went to sit down in the seat with my short <laughs> pants on, and <laughs> burnt your legs. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I was thinking about that. Heck, it's time to put them towels back in the boat. Man, you know, oh those, man, those uh, those seats get a little warm, you know. And uh, heck, that don't feel too good, you know. It it stings a little bit, but uh, make you make you jump up in a hurry. Put it that way. Yep. But uh, fishing was pretty good last week, Mickey. We uh, we had. You know, a couple tournaments last weekend, and right, uh, our Lake Houston Anglers Club. You know, we uh, I think we had eighteen teams fish, and I don't know how many limits were caught, but I didn't right. work the scales. There was uh, somebody else working the scales, and uh, there was four different bags had each had up one over five. Dang, so, that's pretty good. Know, that was that was awesome. Uh, I don't, you know, I know they paid out, I think, eight places, 
six, no, they paid out six places. And uh, 13 pounds was six-place money. So, you know, uh, 17 won. So, you know, there were some good fish caught last week. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't me. I mean, I had a limit, but, you know, I didn't. You got to have that, that big fish. You know, I just couldn't. Didn't have her on, you know, just didn't catch her. But, uh, you know, a lot of them boys caught them. They found them. Found them early. They're still biting in the pads early, uh, you know, on a frog and, you know, or a buzz bait. If you can get some thinner pads, um, I like throwing that buzz bait out there, uh, you know, and then uh, you get those thicker ones, you know, you got to go to a frog or, or a fluke. I'll throw a weightless fluke sometimes out there, or I might take a little split shot or something and, you know, pinch it. Oh, an inch above that fluke or something just to mm-hmm. get a little weight to it uh, you know and just work it across some pads like that um, those those fish are there you know you just gotta just like anywhere you just gotta trigger them into biting you know and uh, get all them shad up there they just think it's a big old shad flopping around on top of them pads and they just come up there and eat it but catching a lot of fish too mickey i mean i probably caught 25 last week right um, you know so i mean it that's that's a good day anywhere you know uh but uh, again a lot of those fish that we're catching are 12 to 13 and 7 8 you know, they just won't touch that 14 inch. Right mark. on the cut line, man. And that's yeah. the way it always is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, and we say it every time, you know, man, we're going to have a good crop next year. Well, next year. That, that sounds like right. us down here in saltwater on, on specs. <laughs> Boy, next yep. year looks promising. But, yep. I mean, as soon as, they, as soon as they get an eyelash over 15 inches, they go in the cooler, man. And it's, uh, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of pressure on our fish. Oh, yeah. Lots of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I, I was down in Galveston yesterday. We had a meeting down there and at one of the hotels right there on the beach on the seawall. Right. And, man, that, that water looked inviting out there. I, you know, it looked like uh, there was there were some pretty good rollers coming in there, though. Uh you know, I guess there's, uh, you know, just, I, it didn't seem like the wind was blowing that bad, but, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not a golf guy, so, you know, I don't know how all that works. All I know is it, it looked, it looked good if you wanted to go out there and play around, and there was a lot of people out there on the beach. I did see a couple people fishing off of one of those, uh, dikes that go out. Yeah, rock so, growings. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but um, the water clarity looked pretty good, you know. Yeah, I, yesterday the wind was actually uh, down from you know the day before. It was really honking, and yesterday yeah. it was a lot lighter. And then this morning it's kind of cranking a little bit. I'm, I keep watching it, thinking it'll probably come down before daylight. Sometimes it, it does that. Kind of did that right. yesterday, but yeah, yeah. But it, you know, it looked good, but. Uh, 
Yeah, all in all, it, you know, out back out at Lake Houston, it you know, the fishing's been pretty good. The white bass slowed down a little bit. I'm going to go out in the morning and see if I can catch one or two. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not keeping no limit. I know that. I just I've got plenty of fish and I'm not uh, I'm not cleaning 25 white bass. My granddaughter's not going, so you know <laughs> <laughs> I I would want her to catch some, you know, but uh, uh, I might I might keep enough to cook tomorrow night and that'll that would be it you know yeah so are those but, white uh, bass pretty good eating yeah they they are they really are they're not you as know, good as a crappie uh, though are they oh no not even close <laughs> well how uh, do you cook your close. white bass do you fry them or what i fry them yeah yeah just like i would a a crappie or whatever, you know, I mix up my cornmeal and my seasoning and mm-hmm. and uh, get that, that grease up there, you know, around 350 and and uh, drop them in there, you know, for about six, seven minutes. Yeah, you know, and they'll be, until they start they'll floating be good. good. Crispy. Yeah. yeah, they'll be good and crispy and, you know, it... Uh, you know, that's a mistake people it, make with uh, when they're frying uh, oysters or shrimp. You know, oyster takes a little longer to cook than shrimp, but shrimp, I mean, if your grease is 325 to 350 and you drop them in there, I mean, don't wait for shrimp to float or they'll be like boot leather when oh, you no. pull them out. And, uh, yeah, they'll be chewy. I fried some <laughs> shrimp yesterday. I've been seafood hungry for two weeks, been talking about it. And there, man, in my area, there's just nowhere good to go, you know go out and eat uh seafood good you have to you know go across the channel and go down south you know to somewhere good to get a really good seafood meal and i found a i found a little oyster bucket of shrimp and man we we butterflied those out and you know i just mix up like two you know a couple of boxes of zatarain's uh shrimp and fish fry with a lemon added in it right pre-seasoned and then i'll put 50 percent cornmeal i i just I'm just old school. I don't like a thick, you know, gooey batter on them. I like uh, kind of a cornmeal fish batter type for my shrimp. And, boy, those were yep. good. Golly, they were awesome. Yeah, they are. I mean, you know, when you do them like that, uh, you know, that's the same way with me. I, You know, I've tried all those box seasonings and a lot of different stuff. It's It's hard to beat good old cornmeal. You know, yeah. I mean, on that stuff. To me, you know, I know a lot of people. You know, they've got some good stuff out there, but uh, you know, to me, I like that good old-fashioned cornmeal. You know, but uh, it'll all work out. But uh, I didn't fish last Sunday in that other tournament, and the you know, of course, now the lake is <clears throat> is pretty much predominantly the same guys fish. That was an individual tournament last Sunday, and those, um, I think it was 1161 Sunday for five fish. So, you know, but those fish got hit pretty hard Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of, you know, again, it's like all the lakes and like even where you guys, it's a big body of water, but, you know, a lot of people fish the same stuff over and over and over. And, uh, you know, it just... Uh, them fish get used to it. Yeah, you know. I know even a lot of a lot of 
the stuff that I fish Saturday and other people, you know, we're we're fishing behind each other or around each other, you know, all the time. So yeah, you know, you'll you'll run by a place and say, well, I'll run over there, and you go over there. There's a boat there, or one's leaving, you know. So, but uh, you know, a little different technique sometimes, you know, do something different or you know just or a different angle, you know, uh, and and I'm. Yeah. It's like that with you guys. You know, you pull up to a boat yeah. dock and everybody's still in the front and the sides. And, yeah, you got to do something a little different. A little different look. Yep. Yep. It'll, it, uh, you know, it works out. But uh, but I, I was really, you know, surprised that we had four, you know, bass brought in over five pounds. And, again, that doesn't sound like much, you know, to a lot of these big lakes, but, and that's awesome for Lake Houston. Yeah, it is. So, Heck yeah. And it, uh, you, know, you know, and y'all fish that lake a lot and y'all take care of it. And there's a lot of catch and yep. release going on and catch and release works. It actually works. It, a lot of people don't does. want to admit that, but, uh, yep. it does. And to maintain yeah, yeah. A, and st- sustain a fishery and everything, you, you have to use those practices for the most part. At least the majority of people yeah. do. Yeah, and you know we we get a penalty, you know, if you have a dead fish. Sure. Too. So you know you would try to keep them alive, you know. So uh, you know a half a pound, uh, you know I've had that affects the pocketbook. At you know yeah, it does. You know eight you ounces know? per fish. You got three dead fish. You're man, that's a pound and a half. That's yeah, it's, it's a lot of weight sure. when the weights are real similar and tight. Man, it can cost you big bucks. Yep. Yep. It it definitely can, definitely can. But uh, I'm with you, man. Well, I'm hearing the white yeah. bass are you know good at Lake Houston. It's on fire at uh, Richland Chambers and Livingston. Livingston's really oh just, yeah, oh, they're pounding on them at Livingston, man. Yeah, I I um, had a friend of mine that fished there last weekend, and he said it was like uh, just phenomenal. He had he he had the lake house there and goes up on the weekends and he said it was just unreal they're fishing around pine island yeah um, that's what i'm hearing too same thing some humps out there yeah yeah and that's what it is here at lake houston also you know there's there's people catching fish around the you know the bridge and the railroad track and but you want to catch a lot more in bigger ones. You know, you get out there and find them humps out there in that open water in that creek channel. You know, and and uh, you know that's where your your better exactly. fishing is. Yep. You know, it'll and uh, get off the beaten little path. Off the beaten, that's what I was fixing. To you say, re- little off you the read my path. mind, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All right, John, I got to run, man. If somebody somebody wants to give you a call, give them a number, my friend. Sure, they can call me on my cell, 281-222-8544. And uh, we'll be out there tomorrow trying to catch something. All right, man. Well, well, John, you have a good weekend, and uh, appreciate okay. the update from Lake Houston, buddy. You have a safe one. All right. You too, Mickey. Talk Thanks, to Thanks, John. Week. All right, man. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 521 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to Matagorda Sunrise Lodge, and let's check in with our good friend, Captain Bink Grimes, see what he's up to. Bink, what's happening? Well, got this old hairdryer blowing on us right, right now. <laughs> That's what Tommy said earlier, man. That's, uh, oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, it's what we deal with, man. You can either look at it. Glass half full or glass half empty? I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it half full. Okay. <laughs> See what we can go well. do today. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. You got to, it is what out. it is. You just got to roll with it, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. It's how you choose to deal with things, but it's uh, yeah, water temperature up. Don't stop showing uh, 87, 88 degrees, man. I, God, I was looking at that this morning. I'm going, man, that's some hot water for June, buddy. That's hot. You know, I mean, but you, you think about it. I can't remember uh, end of May and the first part of June as cool as it was and as many days with north wind. I cannot remember that in my no. guiding career. I, I can't remember <laughs> it. And I, and I can't remember that many days, you know, and you know it's, Hey, it's going to turn around, and, and but I can't remember. I told my wife I can't remember it being this hot in the middle of June ever. This either. fast. I, well, nineteen eighty was real similar to this. I remember nineteen eighty. That was uh, man, it was a scorcher like this. Because I, I remember uh, I was playing tennis tournaments that summer back when I could still move. <laughs> Boy, it was Robert E. Oh, it was dreadful. Robert E. Lee Ganders, huh? Well, no, that was well after high school. That was when I was almost oh. getting too old to play against all those young studs, but uh, <laughs> I was still doing it, man. <laughs> yeah, well, so, I tell you. So hot you could smell your shoes melting on the court. You could smell burning rubber, man. Man, we used to do that. Speaking of that, when we, you know, when I was playing college baseball, it gets so hot, uh, especially when you when you played at Texas. We played the dish. It would get so hot uh, in some of those summer league games that you'd play. I mean, you 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 felt like your 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 feet were melted on that turf. As that was that real real hard turf they had. Boy, that turf in, gets hot, doesn't it? Golly! You'd come in and and there'd be buckets of water, and you just put your feet in the water and go, and then they'd dry, and you go out and play again. And I mean, just. I, I I was thinking about that the other day. You know, uh, man, as hot as this, how in the world did I catch a doubleheader back then? You know, Boy. how in the world in the middle of June, June and July and stuff? Yeah, like and that? sometimes how, we play two or three matches in one day in that heat, man. <laughs> That'd kill me I now. Know. I couldn't even play a set in that. God, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're trying, man. We're we're trying to get on the water early and get off early. You know. Yeah. Wait, way before sunrise and 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 get off before. And it's it doesn't take a whole lot of coaxing the people. Yeah, they might have to get up a little bit earlier, but man, they they're crying for us to get them off the water. You know. Right. <laughs> At eleven or twelve o'clock, we're trying to fish them. You know, fish them, give them give them a good day's worth and stuff. And some of them just said, "Man, that that, that is enough." Okay. Well, we'll usually. You can tell by the way their your customers are acting, and they're about ready. You know, they they're just yeah. waiting for you to pull the plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
That's right. You're Got still you're still doing that uh, Texas Insider Fishing Report with Rick Murphy, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, I yeah, thought you were. I hadn't watched season, it in a while. Yeah, yeah seventh season. Uh, we we do it, and uh, we uh, I guess we do twenty six weeks and uh, of it, and we're we're on week uh, twelve right now. Matter of fact, but yeah, yeah, I've been doing right. that, and uh, it uh, goes pretty good. Uh, pretty pretty up to date reports on it, you know, and. Uh, they they like us to stay on top of it, and I, I cover the middle coast, I guess from Freeport to uh, I don't know Rockport, I guess. Yeah, and, uh, coastal bend, you know, coastal bend, all that area, you know, and mm-hmm. just try to try to give them what what's kind of patterns and what's what's going on, and it's it's pretty it's pretty up to date deal. It's a it's a show's done well. Uh, yeah, it has. So. Rick Murphy's done good with that. He has. They they, yeah. they they demand a lot of us, you know. I mean they, they they want us to the the latest trends, you know, they they want all that they want us to be up to date, they want uh, good photos and they want people to you know, it airs on uh Thursday, Friday and Saturday, the first airings on Thursday nights and it, it's usually somewhere around the Astros. It's either if the Astros are on the west <laughs> yeah. coast it airs about <laughs> seven, you know, and if it if it if they're at home it usually airs right around ten or and it airs. Uh, that's on uh, AT and T Sportsnet, and then it airs around the Rangers too on Valley. So right. the Rangers are, you know. So uh, I, uh, it's kind of funny. I, uh, I laugh. Uh, I get phone calls. You know, you go to bed and you and, and you turn your phone off, and and you and you'll have missed calls at you know eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, and it's always from DFW. Right. And the Where Rangers, they watch the that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're at the bar and they're they're feeling good and they want to go talk to a captain about fishing. It's always from DFW. It's <laughs> never from Houston. We get up and laugh. I you know. <laughs> they're Man, all I had a guy call me at like two o'clock in the morning one time. Phone rang and men, you know, it, it always scares you. You think, oh, it's an emergency. Yeah. You answer it, and this guy was drunk. And he was wanting to book a multi multi boat trip and everything. I said, buddy, do you know what time it is? He said, yeah. It's two o'clock in the morning. I said, "Well, you know, you know what I do for a living. I I usually sleep at night before I run my trips." <laughs> I said, "Call me tomorrow evening, between five and ten, and we'll we'll work this out." I mean, just hey, you know, they get they get liquored up and they get to talking about hey, oh, let's yeah. let's book so and so. We're gonna catch them up. And you know how it is, man. Mm-hmm. Life of a guide, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Rick wanted me to do that deal with him, you know, for the upper oh, coast yeah, up here. Yeah. And, and I would have loved to have done it, but that was a man. I was just, I was still writing forever doing this show, guiding all the time and, uh, taking care of my dad. You know, I had to move him in with me for a couple of years towards the end of yeah. his life. And I just had too much on my plate to commit to it. It was just, you know, too much to commit to. And so. I passed no, it over I, I, to yeah. Caleb and Oh Caleb. Oh Caleb. <laughs> no, nah, it's a good deal. No, it is. It is. We, I enjoy doing it. Uh well what's but, your uh, prognosis of fishing right now? <laughs> Doc? <laughs> it's it, it's tough, but it's uh you know, we got more water this morning. You know, it's pulling west southwest at my house in Bay City. But you come down here and it's got more south in it, and it actually had east in it yesterday, and uh, really? it had streaky, yeah, streaky green water. 
in uh in East Bay yesterday and there I didn't fish yesterday but there were some fish caught uh and uh so and it's kind of due south down here with a little hint of west but man when yeah. I left I left my house you know my flag dressed mall man you know it was it was west right. southwest but you get down here you know and and that's why our tides are still hanging in there we, so we got a chance you know we can go get in back lakes or uh, with a little bit of water, you know, it'll clear uh, a little. You know, it gets streaky on us. So that's what I'm. You know, I'm gonna try to drift East Bay. If it, you know, if I can do that, that's what I'm gonna do. I, uh, I that's that's you know, if I've got to go to West Bay and, and try to catch redfish and you know, on the flats, I'll, I'll do that. But man, I, I really would like to get out there and try to catch those trout. Yeah, you know, it's the it's weird how that flip flops in the winter. Y'all catch a lot of reds in East Bay, and then yes. and then yes. come summer they are all in West Bay. Yeah, and in July uh, when we get the you know the the hard west southwest winds, our tides drop kind of to to that winter pattern, and man, those reds get all out in the middle of East Bay, and a lot of people won't get on them because the water's off color. But man, they don't care. They they no. show you, man. They start slicking. They start slicking, and we get behind them and drift. And, I mean, sometimes it's two and three on at once, and then you'll go a little ways, and then you'll hit another pot of them. But that's kind of a July pattern we do down here. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, you go out there, and it's, it's I mean, it's chocolate milk. But, but we're out there. You throw those corks on. You tell them, boys, you better pop it because they got to find it, you know. And uh, uh, so, you know, we, we, we throw a lot of gulps that time of year. And uh, mm. and so, you know, that, that, that's just kind of – but that's a that's – a, that's a summer winter pattern, is what that is, you know. Uh, and every they, once in a while, no you pull a big old giant trout out of the middle of them reds yeah. like that, too. Yeah, they have no choice but to come out there because our tide falls, you know, a foot and a half to two foot, and they come off those shorelines, and they're then they're out in three, three and a half foot of water over shell, and that they have no place to go but there. So you know, we try to we kind of get on them, but you know, the the good if you look for a bright spot in all this wind, the southwest wind, it's it's uh, the good Lord protecting our trout from all the killers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what I, that's the way I kind of look at it. You know, when we had, there were so many fish that were, that were hammered on, you know, during, uh, during that, that month, a good run of, of, of weather, you know, uh, so many fish, it just made you sick, you know, Hey man, catch them, catch them, let them go, you know, keep a few if you want, but that's, that's the one bright spot, uh, that, you know, uh, the pilgrims can't come out here and just whack on them and go, you know, throw them in the gut pile. Uh, that's that's the that's the one thing I I do like about West Southwest winds. <laughs> yeah, I know that's kind of you know, but it, it protects our fish. You know, protects our big trout. We we protect them all year long. You know, and then summertime they take a beating. You know, and uh, we just we got to do better. And you know, I tell you, I, I was in New Orleans this past week. Uh, I did the float plane. Me and my wife did it, and those guys down there are trying. You know, they're they're begging for that legislator legislation to uh, change their limits, begging for it, and won't do it. You know, and then I went out to Chandeliers on that float plane and uh, and uh, made a wade one morning. And man, we did. The captain asked, "Hey, man, we we're not we're trying not to keep a whole lot of fish, especially ones over." I said, "Man, I am your dude. I'm not coming to your house. That's the way we do things." And in uh, Matagorda and with the way we're going to do things here, if that's what you want to do. And, uh, and, and man, it was, we've caught some really, really good fish. And, you know, usually you don't turn anything loose in, in Louisiana, but man, we turned a lot of fish, a lot of 20 plus <laughs> inch fish loose over there. It was pretty refreshing. 
that they've, they've kindly sent you. Because, man, we used to think this place was unlimited fish. It's not that way anymore, man. When they beat, those big boats beat on them and beat on them and beat on them and right. beat on them. And he said, we, we got to change. I said, kind of the same way we are in Texas. So it was pretty refreshing to see that. Yeah, it is. It's uh, They're wising up, but it's, uh, I don't know why. You know, they were so close to making those changes over there. and So close. Yeah. And they, remember that size limit? What were they going to? Like 13 and a half? They couldn't even bring it to themselves to make it 14-inch minimum, you know? Yeah. And 13 and a half. <laughs> but, That's what he was laughing about. We were laughing about the same thing. On, on oh, the, me and Jeff go right laugh about that all the time. It, uh but it's just the way things are over there. But that, that it's changing over there. I mean, it's uh, it is. But boy, I tell you, I, man, I just social media. You see those gut piles, man. I mean, they got them laid wow. out. I mean, it's the same guide wow. services every day, with multiple guides working there, and they're just. Uh, I've watched as the years progressed, and those piles are getting smaller as summer kicks and in. They are. They're getting smaller. And they're apologizing yeah. to customers on days like when it's blowing. Because it's been blowing over there. I left on Tuesday, and it started blowing after. And instead of 100 fish, they're coming in with 35 and 40. Oh, we're sorry, man. It was a tough day. Yeah. Well, man, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What goes around comes around. It'll all come to a head sooner or later. We've seen it. It will. I, remember I mean, look at us. We never 20. thought we'd ever run out of fish. Nah. Never thought. Never thought. Uh, I remember those guys in Florida when I used to go back back and forth to Florida 20 years ago doing stories and stuff like that. Uh, I remember Rick Murphy telling me 20 years ago, he said, man, you guys in Texas got to quit killing fish. I said, you know, you're right. And they said, always said that to me here, and Blaine, too. Always said that. You look around Florida at all those boat ramps, and there there are boat ramps everywhere. There's not one cleaning table, and I have no. You know, they'll, they'll clean. They'll, they'll clean some of those offshore fish. You know, they'll, they'll they love grouper. You know, and and you know, keep one or two of them because you can catch those kind of by the jetty. You know, but man, trout and all that. I mean, no, they're not putting a knife in them. And and they were, you know, they they just protect and it's they count. You know, it's just it's uh, well, they had to. I mean, it got to a point over there yeah. where you couldn't even catch a cold, and. uh yep. They've had to do that to rebound their fishery and sustain it because look at the tourism there. You know, everybody, all the guides and all the tourists that come down there. And if you, if everybody's killing them, I mean, it, it dwindles away quicker than you think. That's exactly right. I, I laugh at people that say, man, we can never put, their fishermen can never, uh, you know, put that much pressure on a fishery. I said, man, you got to. <laughs> well, can't. how come there's come limits then? If you couldn't exactly. hurt them with a rod and reel, there wouldn't be limits. <laughs> exactly. And we're That's better right. at it. You know, I mean, at, we're just better at it than we used technology. Everything. Everything. made it easier to catch fish. And, and it's just, uh, man, we got to do better. Well, back in the we day, uh, 10% of the fishermen caught 90% of the fish. And now 90% yes. of the fishermen are catching all the fish. So it's uh, times have changed, and it really has. Time's all right, changed. Bink. Well, I'm out of time, buddy. If somebody wants to come down and uh, spend a night or two at Matagorda Sunrise and do some fishing, duck hunting this winter, how do they get a hold of you, man? Yeah, uh, 979-241-1705. Man, if you just want to take a vacation down here, we got vacation rentals and everything, too. I can 
we we got plenty of places to to lay your head and got pools and all that kind of stuff too if you want to bring the kids so you know cool. and we'll, we'll fish it too so yeah so uh check us out matagordasunrisedodge.com or we post a few things every once in a while on social media every once in a while they'll be yeah. smiling shots they won't be they won't be kill shots no no <laughs> gut piles all right buddy no good Bink, appreciate it man glad i got a hold of you, you take care man all right mick see you later see ya all right it's time for another break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 542 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down G-Town Way and let's check in with our good friend, Captain Steve Hillman. Stevie, what's up, buddy? Oh man, just trying to trying to settle down, trying to contain my excitement. <laughs> I'm really really pumped about getting out there today. <laughs> oh, I'm pulling the wait. reins back a little tight on you there, bud. <laughs> oh man, golly, how about this southwest wind every day? Golly, man, I saw oh. a friend of mine on Facebook. He lives up in Mineola now. He grew up here with us and. He was showing limbs down. His whole truck's covered up with tree limbs and everything. And I looked at radar, and, boy, they got slammed up there. He lives in Mineola. Right now, all that weather's in Rusk and all up through there. It's bad, man. Really? So many lightning strikes. It's unbelievable. And high winds. Man, I guess that's what's sucking all this in down here. I don't know. I guess. I don't know, man. That's, uh. It came through all that area, and now it stretches all the way from Rusk and Cushing all the way over to Carthage and all through there. It's heading towards Rayburn. Randy Dearman's not going to like that this morning. No. When is this supposed to end, this uh, southwest wind pattern we're in? I haven't um, looked at any long term. All the way through next weekend, it looks pretty much the same. Golly. Man. I tell you, it's really it's hurting me a lot. I don't have anything these days on a southwest wind to to really lean on. You and a lot we're of just, folks. <laughs> we're just we're hey, welcome to club, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, I used to I used to have four or five little areas I could I could make it sure. work, but, but not now. I mean, I've had some of the worst after after one of the best stretches I've had in a while. All of us have had in May. We keep talking about that, but it's true. Uh, I've had one of the worst stretches I've had in the last, I don't know, five or six days. Um, I think yesterday we canceled. I just, I'd had enough of it and had two guys been fishing me a long time. And they know the deal, and they're used to catching a lot of fish. Right. I told them what it, I told them what it was going to be like, and I left it up to them. And they're like, man, if you don't mind, can we just push it to another day? I said, absolutely sure can you know I don't, i'm not talking to anybody they understand it's not their first rodeo and then yeah and then i had a i had a cancellation for today uh and, and kent actually had to cancel on me several days ago four or five days ago and i didn't even call anybody jake and i are going to go i'm we're fixing to go just look around and try to find something some reds or something i can work with but right i mean what i'm going to do if you get a cancellation you know you call somebody on your list say hey man uh Right. Got them. We can go, we get in about six or seven hours. I think we can scrape up about eight or nine fish. You know, it's pretty good stuff. Y'all want to 
Jonah jump on board. It's only eight hundred. Yeah, bucks, let me you know? let me drop everything and lose about twenty thousand a day on deals I could have cut. Let's go fishing. <laughs> yeah, but, so you know it's one of those deals, but we'll get out of it. Oh it'll, yeah, it'll change. Just it seems like in years past, this this southwest wind stuff didn't hit till like late June, late mm-hmm. June, early July. But you know, June typically is used about our first good month of, of calm weather. But at any rate. I'm just um, moving around a bunch and, um, as usual, as much as I can and wading when I can. I haven't had many waders, uh, and it didn't even pan out. I think, I think it was Monday had, uh, Hayden Askew and his, his buddy Trey and, and, uh, we got a good early start and, uh, jumped out and I think I, we caught one, one or two at our first stop and moved around a bunch, caught some pencils end of the day with i think we fished till two o'clock two thirty and we ended up catching four legal fish it was crazy caught caught some dinks and that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter uh, did, uh trey caught one he did catch one real fat fish it was just under 23 inches and it was almost four and a half pounds it's really really there's, fat fish there's a but, solid uh, yeah but you know it was a unicorn for that day but uh Man, I just haven't. I, we had a nine fish day. I mean, it just yeah. and then, uh, it, it just it's just a grind. And then I had Rick Sweet and and his son Jeff. Uh, you know, guess day before yesterday, and I tried to talk him out of it. It was gusting to twenty five that morning. Yeah, it was and, cranking. Uh, yeah, it was really bad, and and uh, they wanted to go because Jeff was in from out of town, had a hotel and everything, and basically just made the rounds and went on a boat ride. I think we caught three throwbacks, two skippies, <laughs> uh, a couple throwback, couple throwback flounder, and I think three gaff top. I mean, it was horrible. And we Boy, came in at 11. To, you had the trash can slam that day, buddy. Oh God. I mean, as if, <laughs> as if it wasn't bad enough, you know, you, you, you know, how it is, it's really tough. And of course we're drifting to that stuff and, and you finally get bit and, and then your line takes off Mach 1 uh, to the left, and you know it's a skippy, you know, right. just waiting for it to come out of the water, <laughs> and it did. But big ones, too. We've been catching them for a couple of weeks now. We've been they're catching coming. Yeah. But, Hang uh, on, folks. They're coming to a, a reef near you. <laughs> but it just hasn't been uh, – the fish are, are there, I think. It's just hard to get them to eat. <laughs> well, the but, gaff tops need some competition, man. Yeah, they got it too good right now. No kidding. But now I'm just, uh, I could talk about patterns and what we're throwing, but it really doesn't matter because I'm not catching anything. To well, speak of. there ain't no but, pattern because there ain't no pattern. That's it. <laughs> uh, you know, throwing throwing tails mainly, and I've tried topwater. We did have had uh, some swirls. Me and Hayden and, and Trey, we were actually standing in, in a few fish, and, and we were watching trout and reds blow shrimp out of the water, about knee-deep water, and we couldn't get them to hit anything. They were over real sticky shell, and you couldn't throw a worm. You had to throw a top water. And uh, and Hayden had one big blow-up. That was it. But it's So I know there's some fish in some of the areas I'm fishing. Yeah. We've seen them. And I, I've actually even seen a few slicks. The day before yesterday, we saw a couple of really good slicks. But they they just they get locked up and we're on that weak tide too to go with that southwest wind kind of a double whammy exactly but, uh, 
but it'll get better. We're going to go do some weird stuff today and just try to find a few redfish and go check on a couple areas that, that I think that I haven't hit in a while. I think should might be decent. I don't know. It's just going to be me and Jake White going, but uh, we'll have to babysit anybody. So that's nice. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, maybe stumble up on something. Yeah, we'll see. I guess Blog got him a pattern. He he didn't even talk yesterday morning. He, he was he texted me at a quarter to five. Said I'm rolling, man. Call Cameron. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> he must have him cornered. <laughs> well, I know one of the areas he's fishing. I know the area. I see him in a lot. It's, yeah. It's, protect, it's protected on the southwest wind. He probably does have a few. He probably does have a few fish hemmed up over there. I've got, got him hemmed some. up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've got a real good little patch of fish that, you know, that I was on for a while when it was calm, but I can't get to them now. Plus, I had a little company show up the other day. Yeah, that's uh, what you were telling me. Company, some of the wolves. Company. Some, some of the wolves are straying from their packs now, so it must be getting tough. So. Well, that's when you can tell it's getting tough because the packs are breaking up. They're spreading out. Yeah. Yeah, but at least lay's fish are getting protected from this wind. It should be. That's exactly what Bink said. It's saving oh, fish. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was talking okay. to him before you. He said the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. But no, it's uh, that's true. We'll see, man. We need to get back on some better tides. I think we're back on two tides now. I was on, we're on the yeah. real weak tides there for for a while. That didn't help matters, but. We're on that old standing high all day after it comes in in the morning. That's not helping either. No, uh-uh. I mean, you know, but, the outgoing is not till 930 at night. That's not good. Right, exactly. But, no, our pattern was the same before it got bad. I mean, it's, we're still fishing deep shell, and and, uh, and we're still catching some wading over sand and sandbars and guts and stuff, mm-hmm. too. So it, it'll be that way for the next two or three months. Nothing's going to change on that front. Hopefully we get some more tide runners in i don't know man i'm seeing a lot of little bitty fish down that way a lot of tiny fish campbell's area and all that just flooded with babies right now i mean there's a couple areas you can go you can go drift or wade and you'll catch all the pencils you could ever ask for it's crazy i know i've been saying the same thing oh really and i'm talking about in areas that we used to be able to stand and catch this time of year and catch good solid fish tide runners, sure. you know right so, and, and again i don't know Make if that's time or not but uh oh well I don't know. well you and jake go get them today man i'm out of time steve but if somebody wants to call you about uh getting in on some of this fabulous uh patterns you've got <laughs> working here uh, <laughs> they get a hold of you buddy <laughs> it'll get it'll get better it always oh it does. will <laughs> Four, uh, 409-256-7937 Hellman, that's why I like talking to you. You tell it like it is, buddy. Well, that's I tell it like works. it is front, on my boat anyway. So <laughs> I understand. That's the way. That's the way we roll. All right, brother. Well, Steve, be careful out there. You and Jake have a good time. Catch him up, man. All right, all right, Mickey. Thank you. See all you, right. buddy. Take care. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, four a.m. right here at Sports Radio six ten KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.